What's up everybody, it's your boy Jim Cat, and today we are here with the one and only Mr. Bobby Capri himself. You know what I'm saying? Welcome to Virginia Podcast. Shout out my homie Todd in the back. You know he on the ones and twos. He got to keep this thing moving. So what's up, my guy? Ain't shit, bro. Appreciate I, you having me. No doubt, man. Appreciate you coming out. It's a long time coming. I, I I definitely wanted to get you on here from the jump. I didn't know what you was doing. We talked a couple of times. It was I was good good that we ran into each other. We kept running into each other, and I was like that that was a good thing. So I'm glad we was able to chop it up and get you out here. So shit, what's been going on with you? Uh, type shit. I mean, I just uh, took a few years off. Been doing the graphic design. Um, I just got back into rapping. About to drop a project, so. Word, word. Before we get, get into all that, because there's a lot of stuff you got going on, and it's a lot of stuff that you've done. You probably, in in my um, in my opinion, you probably one of the most. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You probably the most achieved artist from around this area, as far as the things you you've done. You probably have the most accolades, at least from what I've heard and what I've seen. You know what I'm saying? I think you took it as far as anybody's took it. From our area But before I even get into that I want to shoot off from the beginning Like where you from And, and how was it like for you growing up And things like that So uh, so originally I was born in Texas actually Word I didn't know that Yeah I was born in Canyon, Texas It's like outside Amarillo Towards the top mm-hmm. And then uh, Fuck got an eyelash or something man. I don't know if that's <laughs> good. good luck Or whatever fuck that is. <laughs> But uh, no, nah, I was born in Texas We moved to uh, Houston When I was Fucking Two, three, or something. I don't even know. We was in Houston, and then from there, we just kind of moved around. I mean, like, yeah, my mom moved around a lot. She kind of like followed her family. Like her sister would be in Georgia. We moved to Georgia, like Word. Oregon. I live Colorado. Both so, parents, yeah. or just one? one nah, parent? mainly my mom, man. Like my dad was like, like he at one point in time he was doing big things like welding and shit, making yeah. money, whatever. But he was into drugs and alcohol and shit. Okay. It was kind of abusive, so we just kind of you know. We moved around. So when did when did music uh, become a play in your life? I remember way back, man. Like it's kind of crazy. Like I remember when we lived in Oregon, I was like fucking eight. Like we was listening to country music, you know, like shit on the radio. Yeah. I remember as far back as that is like actually writing lyrics and shit. Of course, it wasn't it wasn't hip hop at the time, but I remember writing poems. And yeah, lyrics. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, a lot of so, people I mean, start off way back. Way. Yeah, it goes way back. Yeah. So when, what 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 artist inspired you to start writing as far as becoming a rapper? And matter of fact, because I I know a little bit, but I don't want to jump the gun and say something. But yeah. as far as that goes, like when well, did you? So I I so I first got into hip hop, man. Like so, so it goes back to like so I first got into hip hop like heavy. I remember in Oregon like seeing like a uh, fucking um, Rump Shaker and shit on MTV. That was cool. I was intrigued by it. like Coolio, Gangsta's Paradise, yeah, you know, shit like that. You know what I mean? MTV shit. But then. We moved to Montgomery, Alabama when I was like, fuck, 10, 11. I was in middle school, whatever. And that's when I really got into the hip-hop culture because, well, we we know hip-hop's like predominantly black. It's a black culture, mm-hmm. right? So I moved to Montgomery, Alabama, and I was like one of like fucking 20 white kids Word. in a big-ass school in Montgomery, Alabama. And I remember I'd always been embarrassed that we were poor, mm-hmm. like eating free lunch, hand-me-down... So when I was down there, like, I remember specifically one time I wasn't eating lunch because, you know, I was like, 
that's kind of a shame. Yeah. And one of my friends that I made was like, yo, bro, why ain't you eating lunch? I was like, nah, I'm good. You know, try to play. He's like, bro, it's like this shit free. You better eat like, shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, but that was the first time that I felt comfortable being who I was. Yeah. And I didn't have to be ashamed and just kind of being, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I was more so embraced. Like, so even though I was like the white kid, like the, I was different from the other white kids that were from there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, I felt, I don't know, I felt at home almost. Like, and I just kind of, Got into hip hop back then, and uh, Master P was big, like No Limit. Um, of course, Biggie was like, you know, what I'm saying shit on MTV, but I was really into No Limit back yeah. then. I was in the South, you know. But uh, as far as actual influences and shit, probably like Jay's my favorite rapper. Jay Z's my favorite tell. rapper. Yeah, you know what I'm saying just because like how witty it is. My my favorite rapper as well. Yeah, I mean you can't. The bars, are like, <laughs> yeah, I mean like because he has so many layers to it. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I like, and that's what I, I always tell people like. Layers is what gives you music longevity and shelf life. Like, you'll hear the line and be like, oh, shit, that's a dope-ass line, right? You'll hear it for what it is. And then you but hear- you might hear that song, like, six months from now and hear it differently. Exactly. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> now I get that. You know what I'm saying? So so now it's a new song again. It's yep. refreshed. So, like, he's probably my biggest influence, I'd say. Long story short, he's my biggest influence. Word. And so, all right. I know I knew you, and, and that's good to hear because I I, I thought you was from Waynesboro. Oh, this whole time yeah, I just man. thought you was Waynesboro. Right, yeah. Cause I was like, where did this dude come from? Yeah. He, I, Cause and I'll be, cause I'll be one hundred percent with you. I thought back in that like he gotta be from like I don't know about Waynesboro to sound like this dude yeah. or nothing like that. Like this dude did not sound like the average white dude from Waynesboro. Yeah, it was weird yeah, yeah, to me. Yeah. I was like, but see, you clearing it up, telling me where you from and all that stuff. Now it all makes sense. Yeah, no, I get, I get, I get the stigma. Yeah, like you trying to. People, well, being a white dude in hip hop or a white general, dude, yeah, they try yeah. to say, "Oh, well, he must be trying to frown or put on." But that's definitely a lot of people just like you that are hip hop, our street, and they sound, and you know what I'm saying. They are of the culture, so it yeah, is what yeah. it is. Um, I knew you um, in the beginning. You did a lot, a lot with making beats. So where did that? Where? How did you start making beats? And then how did you start making the transition? Because I didn't even know you rap yeah, at first. So. So that was like so. Me and my boy Ace at Arrange, bro. I know Ace Coleon. So, yeah, Ace okay. was literally Ace and Mav. I saw okay. he was on here. Um, those were literally the two first people I met when I moved to Virginia. Word. I'm talking about the same day I moved. Like <laughs> I moved here, got off, and that's another story. I got here on a Greyhound bus. Like Word. we didn't just move here. Like my mom dropped us off with her sisters, two of us in Colorado, two in Oregon, and then when she got her shit together, she came out there on the Greyhound, picked them up. Stopped in Colorado, picked us up, got here. Damn. So I'm talking about literally the first day I got to Virginia, we moved to Parkway down in Waynesboro. Word. And I went out to the basketball court. They was out there playing basketball. Ace's uncle lived down there and shit. And we've been tight ever since then. But so when I figured, when I found out that they were into rapping too, I was like, oh, fuck. You know what I'm saying? We need our <laughs> own beats. So I remember one year for Christmas, like all I wanted was a keyboard. Uh-huh. And I started making beats on the keyboard and shit. And uh, Ace used to make beats too. And uh, that's how I got into it. Damn. Now, as far as the production as a whole, like, they were cool. Mm-hmm. They were cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to know your strengths, right? Yeah. So my beats were cool, and I rapped a certain way over those beats. It wasn't until I linked up with Hypes. All right, yeah, yeah. And I started rapping on his beats, and it allowed me to rap like I'm capable of rapping. Word. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, sometimes you got to, like, know, know what your strengths are. Yeah. Like, my beats were cool, but I'm not a producer, you know what I mean? Word. But I did start out making beats that's what's up yeah all right all right i have to address this because i i I would be a fool if i didn't and people wouldn't forgive me if i didn't address it do you remember 
when a dude named Jim Cat, which is me, dissed you. <laughs> nah, I'm glad you brought that shit up. I really am too. I was like, I wonder if you remember. I was gonna say nah, it when nah, I text I, you, but now like, nah, you probably be to remember to be like, nah, I'm not covering nah, nah, these nah, things. Nah, nah, nah. I mean, I so like, nah, I remember that. I remember like a line like Bobby Febreze or some shit. <laughs> That shit was just mad funny to me. Cause I, I didn't even know who you yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, nah, it was like I didn't a generic, even know like, who you were. So nah, it was like, and I look and I look back on shit like, cause I know y'all had like sharpshooters and all that. We had studio shit. Yeah, I mean all that shit is just like friendly competition. But bro. at the like, same like, time, it was dumb. And look, uh, the only reason why I did it cause it's a, a dude that's no longer with us. He's he's still alive, but no longer with us. Um. He was like, I'll give you free studio time if you diss this dude, da, da. and I didn't know why, and I don't even think he knew why he wanted me to diss you. But I was like, who, yeah, who, I knew. Who is that? Yeah, I ain't gonna, I'm, I'm not, not going to say right. any names. I just said he's no longer with is us. Is it just you two? So, yes. Right, it's just so me. <laughs> and I don't get it, but this was 15, well, yeah, however many see, years ago. a lot ago. of that, I remember at the time, so like, they was... Y'all was starting the studio or whatever, and it was like, yo, fuck, Studio C, our shit's just as good. But whatever. Oh, so it came... Yeah, I, yeah, think, because I, I think that's where it stemmed from. And plus, like, anytime you see people moving, like, it's that competitive yeah. shit. Like, you I know think, what I'm yeah, like, because I think it had more... I don't think it had anything to do with you as an artist. I think it had to do with yeah. the, the the production side. Or we're, we're doing something as far as uh, production. Y'all doing something as far as production. But I was just like, oh, y'all, shit, I can record for free? Back, because yeah, I'm going yeah, there and yeah. knock these joints yeah, out nah, anyway. You man, you been selling so like, too, no and I, Look, I remember I hit you up after, like during it when it was going on. And you was like, man, do your thing. I'm not no battle rapper. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, damn. I was like, this motherfucker ain't give a nah, fuck. Nah, <laughs> nah, I mean, like, bro, there ain't nothing wrong with no competition. Yeah, so, but I feel like... But I, thought that was, I thought that was cool as fuck. Because, you know, a lot of people's ego could have got in the way when it came to that. And with the traction and momentum you had at the time, you could have easily... Been like uh, other people could have gotten to you and made you be like you had to respond or something like yeah, that. Nah, bro, I ain't, I ain't never been on no. Uh, what's crazy though, like I always hear like people's perception of me is like, yo, this motherfucker feels himself too much. He's too fucking ego. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, as far as like my music, yeah, I'm very confident. What's well, very confident and probably borderline cocky, if not full on cocky. You but as far as like. Person level, yeah, human person. level. See, people I don't know like, how to separate the two. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? I, don't, I ain't on no bullshit. As an as a artist, you're supposed to feel that you're the best. You're supposed to be confident. You're supposed to have ego. But as a person, that's what that's what ends up causing the beast. Because a lot of people's personality is just the same as their their, their personality or persona as, yeah. a, as an artist. You can't be an asshole in both aspects because it just doesn't work. Yeah, yeah I mean, but yeah, I mean, there's it, no need for it. That's why this, this sit-down is not only great just to let people know what you got going on, but it's great to clear things up and, and actually get to know a person and talk to a person. Because yeah, sure. when I met you, I was like, shit, this motherfucker seemed cool to me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, nah, so, like, I've always had respect for like, you know what I'm saying? I've, like I said, this was the first name I heard. There's a couple others that's and it's what's just up. like appreciate that's it. what's good you know what I mean like cause I mean you gotta think like when you when you wanna rap and you wanna make it happen and you hear of other people around you doing big things that shit's inspiring yeah. it should be yeah. it should be inspiring definitely, definitely instead of like nah fuck that motherfucker nah that tells me <laughs> like yo shit they can do it if, I can yeah, do it exactly. like, you know what I'm saying see, I, yeah man that's how people uh, that's how you're supposed to look at it and definitely definitely all right. Oh, say okay. Let me let me go go ahead and, and, and fast forward a little bit. So you got so much going on. I'm trying to make sure I don't miss out on nothing. So um, without me actually looking at all of this, yeah, now we got we got a few things. I got a few things going on, man. Cause you so, got you got um you. How did you get? How did you meet Trey the Truth? All right. So Trey, yeah, Trey, yeah. 
probably like one of the most solid motherfuckers ever, though. Like, yeah. I don't, have you looked him up at all? Like, all day long. I've, I've followed him for years and watched his interviews, all that stuff. Yeah. He does a lot of stuff Philanthropy, in his community. A lot yeah. Of, bro, like, that's how Trey is, though. Like, that's Trey. Like, he's, once he brings you in his family, you family, period. Right. Like, solid ass dude. But uh, I actually linked up with him. So, uh, so I, yeah. We met him in South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. Because mm-hmm. I performed there three years in a row. Either way, we was walking by one night, and there's this blacked out SUV. And then uh, the dude, he was kind of like a manager to me at the time. He mm-hmm. was an A&R for Universal, and now he's the the head dude at Symphonic Distribution for hip-hop with, like, okay. Dallas Austin and all them and shit. Damn. But uh, they recognized Trey, so they exchanged numbers and shit. I didn't even get to chop it up with him. Like, I ain't recognize, I ain't, you know. Yeah. And, um... I guess a year might have went by. Either way, he went on a tour, mm-hmm. like an East Coast tour. So we paid whatever his price was. Yeah. Was, it was at least a couple stacks. I don't yeah. know. I didn't handle that. So we paid to get on four shows. It was in like Baltimore, Frederick, Virginia Beach, and Harrisonburg, right? Bird. So the first two nights I performed, but I went on earlier. So by the time they got there, he missed that shit. I didn't even get to interact with him. Damn. But in Virginia Beach, I went on last. And he had just came in. They was off to the side, like in the VIP and shit. Word. And bro, I fucking bodied that shit. <laughs> That's like, what's up. I bodied that shit. And then as soon as I got off the stage, his uh, his manager like came up to me like, "Yo, Trey wanna holler at you after the show." Oh shit. So I was like, "Oh shit, all right." So I went up to the hotel room and uh, it was like fucking like thirty deep in that bitch. <laughs> and uh, Trey was like, "Yo." He's like, y'all fuck with you. You're different. Word. He's like, you can go on the rest of the tour for free. You just got to get there. What? And I was like, I ain't saying no more. So we was in California and all that shit, bro. Damn. And that was in 2016. My wife was pregnant with my son at the time. And, uh, yeah. And it'll be. That's a hell of a cosign, yeah, man. Yeah, we went on that tour. And then, like, he brought me out to trade day that year, which is his own personal yeah. holiday in Houston that he throws every year for, like, the, the community and shit. Brings out all the celebrities so kids can meet them. Word. Yeah, it's pretty dope. But I did that. And then, um, I mean, we had stayed in contact after that for a few years. Just, you know, like, he'd comment on my shit. i comment. And uh, I reached out to him in 2019. Like, yo, I do graphics, bro. If you ever need something, mm-hmm. hit me. He immediately hit me. And then we just been working ever since. That's fire, man. That's fire. And yeah. you was telling me about the whole Mattel situation. How did that, is that how that came to be? Yeah, so Mattel... That was kind of dope because of Trey Day. So he had partnered with Mattel to give out free Hot Wheels for the kids in the city, right? Yeah. So he had the idea. He's like, yo, let's make the flyer look like a Hot Wheels package. I was like, yo, that's a dope idea. Yeah. But I took it a step further. I was like, yo, I'm going to put a slab on there, like a Houston car, <laughs> yeah. you know, with the rims and poke yeah. out and shit. I'm going to put it look, make it look like the Hot Wheels a slab since we're in Houston. And he's like, yo. That's crazy. He's like, Let's do a flyer with a car they actually have. Exactly. And I was like, oh, fuck. But now nah, he was like, but that idea is dope as fuck. Let's put a pin in it and come back come to back, it. Yeah. So he actually pitched it to Mattel, and they fucked with it. So they actually created a slab Hot Wheel. They made three of them just for uh, charity. So mm-hmm. they produced three of them, and then they sold them off for charity. But now they're actually going to give him his own Hot Wheels that's going to be released in stores, which I'm going to help design. That's dope as hell, man. Yeah, bro. Good luck with that. I, I, that's it. that's big. That's definitely big. And having those contacts, man, that's dope. That means yeah. you put in the work to even put yourself in position to get those kind of looks. Yeah, yeah. And you sure. had to be great 
for him to even acknowledge you and, and give you that that uh, that that co-sign like that. So yeah, Trey is solid dude, man. That's a good relationship uh, to have. Especially sure. him being a downside. He's a southern dude through and through, and you. With your particular style, he definitely had to see what you, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, capable well, see, of. See, Trey's actually a rapper. Yeah, no, he's, he's a, rapper. he don't, he's not your average down south dude. I'm just, th- I'm just talking about his roots in general. But he yeah, raps yeah. his ass off. Nah, he be rapping. He, he's big on like flows and all that. Yeah, shit. he can sing too, man. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, um, you say you you work you you took a took a hiatus from hip hop, and what what really made you do that? Just got married and had kids and shit, man. Like basically, life came in. Yeah, essentially, man. Like, like when you on the road, like, like you know, like when you gone for like a couple weeks at a time, you miss some shit. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. my kids were little at the time, so it's like I need to be there during those pivotal moments. And not even to cut you off, but that's exactly what happened when uh, with me and music. Like, I lived for music all day, every day. I go to the studio ten in the morning. I don't come home till the next day sometimes. Yep. But once I had my my daughter. It was like my daughter goes first, and then I'll figure music out later. I put her yeah. before everything, so that's how music took a backseat for me too. All right, so as far as that goes, when did you decide, hey man, it's time for me to put the gloves back on and get in jail? Fuck, I don't even know, man. I just uh, trying to think of what got the well. So I've been working with y'all had him on here, T So Ghostly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've known, known him for like since he used to come to the studio. He was like 15. Word. And he just got so much drive, man, and creativity. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would just come over and kick it with him. He's like, bro, you got to get back into this, you know? Yeah. Like so, I I attribute me getting back into it, him, and then my boy Classic MC. You heard it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see him on the on the. Um... Yeah, when he comes back in town, y'all need to. Yeah, need to yeah. Go. Word. But uh. Nah, they'd always be in my ear. Classic more so like, man, you ain't done with this shit, bro. I'm like, nah, I'm done. He's like, man, you ain't done, man. He's like, cause when you do it, that's what you do. Yeah. So so I would say those two in particular got me back in it. Word. So tell the people what you got going on as far as music right now, then. I don't even know, man. I'm just recording. I, got, I done sent you some tracks. Yeah, so I mean, definitely got some fire out there. I ain't telling nobody to step their game up, but... Might want to step your game up. <laughs> I got some shit, man. But uh, now I'm just uh, just gonna record and see what comes of it. Uh, that's it. So I'm just like new flows, new. Yo, this fucking air is Yeah, cold, it's crazy. Bro. I should have warned you. When you come up on the hill, it's different. I feel like they gonna look at this video and my lips gonna be shivering. <laughs> I'm trying not you get to get a little different when you come up here. Yeah, I don't right. know why. But, uh, nah, so I'm just recording, man. I'm thinking about so like. Bobby Capri, obviously, but I'm just coming back as Pre. Just yeah. P-R-I, that's it. And uh, I'm going to call it Pre-Incarnated, I think. Ooh, yeah. that's dope. So uh, we'll see what happens, man. And this time around, it's crazy because, like, the graphics has really been my my big thing over these past few years. Yeah. Like, that's that's kind of what got me my connections in the music industry now. So when I was doing music, I was traveling. I was in New York all the time. I got a lot of connections. Or, But... I solidified actual relationships with people in the industry through my artwork. Word. So, like, I always be trying to tell, like, artists, you know, there's multiple ways into a building. Yeah. Feel me? If, if they're not going to let you through the fucking door, climb through a window. Word. You know what I'm saying? Like, or go through the cellar door or some shit. Like, you know Definitely. what I mean? So that's why, I, that's why I look at the graphics. Like, it got me in the building. Not the way I thought I would get in the building. Yeah. But it got me in there. And now it's like... It's more of like an actual relationships with these people because I've actually built that. You know yeah, that's dope, man. So like I always be trying to like 
I always try to tell other artists, like, hey, do this. I'm not saying don't do this, but it didn't work for me. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing, especially yeah, with options. us, like, they were older. Yeah. And I feel like it's our responsibility to save some steps for these younger artists. Yeah, you know what I mean? man. Uh, it's, it's very important because when, you, when, you, when, you, when you're doing music and you're so passionate about music, you got tunnel vision. That's all you can see. You're not thinking about, okay, what if this don't work? I still, I, maybe I can do this or do that. Like now, I never thought I would be doing a podcast interview with an artist. If anybody had an ego, I definitely had one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, for me to sit down with artists, acknowledge their talent, tell them how good they are and, and what I think about them, that was never on my radar. You know what I'm saying? I was never a hater, but I could, I didn't see this in my future. Yeah, yeah, but now, sure. and like now, even even now with me, I want an A&R. I see people music I would I, I like the A&R project I'd like to do hooks for other people just uh, write um, bridges and things of that nature just to help them out catchy stuff like I want people to send me music and, I, and I'll put a hook to it they can have the motherfucker I just I hear shit and I'll be like it would be so much better if you did it like that you know what I'm saying? Just dropping yeah, no, little gems for, sure. for them like that because I'm. This whole platform is here to try to build and help artists, entrepreneurs, business people, things of that nature. The more we grow, the more the the people that we've had on grow, and we can just continue to push each other like that. So yeah, that I, I definitely appreciate you coming on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like I said, you wanted probably one of the most achieved artists that uh, this area has seen, and it's dope to see that you not only made your mark as an artist. But as a graphic designer and being able to have those relationships that you're saying with these uh, artists and being able to uh, tap back into your artistry and, and, and try to get that going again, because it, it, it not only lets people know that there's like you said, it's more than one way to get in the, uh, the door and and you don't have to give up on your dream. You know what I'm saying? Because as long as you keep pushing and keep trying to do it some way or another, you'll get yeah, you'll get I in say, there. Man, like I always used to say, bro, like. I know you might be trying to wrap this up. Oh, it's like, all good. Nah, yeah. uh, nah, my my big thing was like, if you build it, they'll come. Yeah, fill the dream shit, and that's real. Yeah, like, just be authentic in what you do. Build whatever the fuck you want to do, and the market is meant for it will come to it. it. You know you, I mean? That's and that might sound cliche, but it's so real to me it's because real. I definitely know I know what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Nah, when you say you that. just put it in the world, man, and it'll go where it needs to go. Definitely. Is there anything you want to tell the people before nah, we just, get up out of here? Nah, just stick with it, man. Whatever you whatever you love to do, do it. Don't be, don't feel obligated to do the norm, like go to school or get a good job and none of that shit. Like, you can, you can do what you love and you can monetize it. Just, just stay true to yourself, really. I mean, Most that's definitely. it. Well, you, hear, you heard it here first from the one and only pre- Formerly known as Bobby Capri. Yeah, artist formerly known <laughs> Pre, as. Pre-incarnated. Pre-incarnated, you know what man. I appreciate y'all having me for real, Welcome man. to Virginia Podcast. We up out of here. Hey, good Peace. luck, bro. I appreciate you, man. Man, appreciate you, yes, man. That's dope. That's a dope interview. Dang, man. Yeah, I had no idea that you moved around like that. All this time, I just thought you was dude for Williamsburg. Yeah, nah. I ain't shit. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't touched Virginia until like 98, bro. Dang. 99.